Welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit down, watch and talk about Digimon and like the greatest comeback tour of all time. Now, are you, talk- are you talking Never. about the sh- that show or ours? Oh, that hurts. For there to be a comeback for us, we needed to have, be- to have been good in the first place. That's not at Ugh. all true. <laughs> no, not at all. Because that wouldn't apply to, you know, this episode either then. Oh, wow. Look, 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 listen, listen, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Adamon. He's not good. <laughs> I mean, no, he's not, but still. I don't know. Some of the music you played in this episode was pretty banging. I, I mean, my, I, it. I was, in a sense, headbanging to it, and then I was banging my head on my desk, waiting for it to end. Nah, it's not that bad. Come on. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's that bad, but it's more just, oh, my God. And there's so much to the rest of this episode, so that was just the icing on top. You know, they should they should really release like a special edition of the Digimon movie where the score has been completely redone by Adamon. Oh, oh god, no, Jesus, fuck! Yes. Just That's inject that into my veins. You just said <laughs> that you were literally banging your head on the desk, and you just requested that. Yeah, I mean, right? That's yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh god, no. Look, I'm I'm of the belief that you don't have to be good to be special. Oh god. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the actual introduction of this podcast. What are we doing again? What's the show about? Uh, introducing ourselves. Uh huh. Was what we were doing. Uh, were uh, we? Uh, I don't think we were. Actually. We are now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tyler, and we have Julie. Hello, God. It's been a two- full two minutes. And we have Joel. I'm kind of disappointed that it's been a full two minutes and nobody's made a don't call it a comeback like reference yet. Mm, no, we're not that witty. <laughs> we're really not. Man, if we're not that witty, that's pretty low fucking bar. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh-huh. Yeah, weird, eh? Uh, yeah, so in news of... That's my phone going off. God, why um... do people listen to any of this? <laughs> In news of Digimon stuff, the only things I could well aside from I finally got around. Was your to phone going off, giving you an? Was your Digimon alert going off on your phone, letting you know there's uh, finally yeah, news? I, I, I got to run right now. Like I got to get there's like there's been a breach. I got to go. Um, okay, sure, yeah. Fight some Digimon, you know. You know how life is. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. That's why do you think we've been having so many problems recording lately? Yeah. The only things that bef- I could find besides having finally watched the new try, which was weird. It was weird. Sure. The ending was good, but it was weird. I mean, I feel like that's been your review of all of them so far. Yeah, this one was extra weird. Okay, good, good. Strange. Uh, Besides that, um, apparently Atmon has started broadcasting somewhere outside of Japan. Okay. Uh, Where where is that somewhere? 
Uh, France. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. That makes sense. France is super big in France. Anime loves anime. France loves oh. Toku anime. Yeah. Okay. When, fun fact, uh, in the eighties, when the Super Sentai uh, series Bioman premiered in France, it was so big that the next Sentai season, Mask Man, was actually retitled it only for France, <coughs> Bioman Two: Colon Mask Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's also been confirmed to be released in Hong Kong in Cantonese. Okay. Under the name... Fuck, my phone. Turn it to do that. that is... Tyler. Okay. It's not fuck sitting my, next to me. Fuck my phone on... could actually be the name of Atmon. Like... This is true, actually, yeah. <laughs> That's the Atmon dating sim. My phone is yes, on the other side I'll play of the it. room. And it's also sitting next to my adorable sleeping cats. And I'm afraid if I go near them, they'll wake up. Uh, you know what? That's fair. I can't. I can't fight. Yeah. yeah no. I, I. I think. And I'm that's... pretty sure it only beeps twice. So. <laughs> Wait. Your phone after it beeps twice. That's it. Like. Well, if I haven't checked the message, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. But like, oh wait. Like, oh, so yeah. that was a second. So that was a second ring for the, it was same, the same message. message. Yeah. Because I didn't no. check it. Because it's on the other side of the room. No, that makes sense. That that that's the same for my phone as well. It's more just funny the idea of you get two notifications and that's it. Oh yeah. Ever. <laughs> Getting multiple notifications for the same message is super weird to me. Really? Yeah. It makes sense to me, like, oh, you probably didn't hear it the first time. Here it is again, just in case. So if you didn't check it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not normally a thing here. Hmm. Huh. Weird. Yeah, so in uh, Hong Kong, the show is called Digimon App Generation. You know what? That's actually a a better name. Yeah, Yeah. it's actually a much better name. Um, And we got the logo for the French release, which is just... It's, Pull it up. you know, the word Digimon in the same font and logo that they used for the original show with right. Atmon written underneath it in tiny, small letters. <laughs> it's incredibly boring. <laughs> Literally the same logo, and they've just written Atmon underneath it in small like, letters. That, that's a fan edit. That's like, it. That's... Yeah, yeah that, that is legitimately the logo. I, I feel like they, and then they, they um took a screenshot of I assume the main character looking at this fo- poster. Yeah. Because he looks, looks, looks the main character, very Joel. He's wearing goggles. I just right, that's why that I assume. The font for Atmon. It's not the same fit. font. It's oh, just, no, it's just. It's the it's most an, generic it, font. Yeah. Like, is that Helvetica? <laughs> Probably. Like, it's just the, like simplest way to represent these letters with serifs at the bottom. Like, tiny, tiny serifs. They don't know serifs. Um, that could just be the resolution I'm at. That could That's just the be resolution. Uh, yeah, shading. Yeah, this is a sans serif font. <laughs> yeah, no, this is sans serif. Listen, I know my serifs. No, look, I, I know I know serifs. It's like, it definitely looks like the letters are flared at the bottom from what I'm looking at. I think it's the drop shadows at, like, 250p or whatever this is. Like, yeah, this is not a very high quality image. It's really not. Also, uh, really, we should determine this. We should bring in Sir, uh, Seraphimon. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Please yeah, tell yeah, me there's uh... an. Please tell me there's an alternate uh, Digivolution that's Sans Seraphimon. <laughs> there is Shadow Seraphimon. It counts. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Man, can we call... Yeah. Well, because shadows are actually a thing in fonts. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. We can't call them Shadow Seraph because, yeah, that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah, so Digimon Atmon starts broadcasting in French. Uh, tom- oh, yesterday. Okay, <laughs> From when um, we're recording this. Okay, so I know he doesn't listen to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, Simone, can you uh, please redub this in English for me? Thank you. <laughs> Just do in, all the voices in, in, yourself. In, in the Southern Baptist preacher voice. Oh, God. Yes. Or alternatively, transcribe it and let Facebook do it, because Facebook's oh, translations of French are always fucking gold. <laughs> they're pretty good. I'm now looking okay, at no, they're Okay, it depends on... Languages. Tyler, uh, Tyler, it depends on what you mean by good, because if you mean accurate, hilarious. they are not. Yes, hilarious is the correct... That's, oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. I'm now so. watching an ad for Atmon in French. Wow, that's dedication. Oh wow, they really did dub it in French. Like, yeah. Well, what what you like? What were you expecting? I don't know. Like, I thought it was just be a sub. I, huh? Okay. No. What's the main Digimon's name or... again? It's uh, Gatchamon. Yeah, it's it's just him going Jimapel oh. Gatchamon. It's like oh, okay. <laughs> the Digi the Digimon That's where great. you can spend a hundred hours trying to digivolve him, or just pay five bucks to get it now. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if, like, they just swipe a credit card to Digivolve? Wow, yeah. Ooh. I mean, hmm. like, listen, the <laughs> Season 3 Tamers Digivices do have... They do have card like, swipers. Slot. Yeah. Yes. Right, but that's using actual card... I mean, I guess trading cards are kind of just a gambling system. Trading cards are with the original gacha game. Like, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen... I'm not going to take any firm stances on air about loot boxes and gacha games and stuff, but I do enjoy people who make a big stink about it and then can't admit to trading cards being, like, almost just as bad, if not worse. Oh, yeah, no, it's the exact <laughs> same model. Like, yeah, there's it's no, like, no question yeah. there. Hey, guess what? You play Magic yep. the Gathering, you're the, playing a gacha game, basically. Right, but the, the to me, the key difference is, like, if you're playing Magic online, yeah, there's absolutely zero difference. If you're playing the physical game, you can use the secondary market to recoup some of that. Which is almost kind of just as sleazy in some ways. It's in some ways sleazier. Yeah, like, doesn't make it much better. Like, there's a reason nobody from Wizards of the Coast ever, like, acknowledges the secondary market for Magic the Gathering. I would imagine that's just brought up yeah. at, like, any sort of interview and the person just, like, walks away. Oh, yeah, no. It, the instant <laughs> they, they start leave. talking about it, they're bringing, uh, peop- like, federal regulation talks up. Like, yeah. The person it's brings just, like the interviewer brings it up, and the the wizard of the coast like um, representative just pulls up it's, a trank gun and uses it on themselves. It's like that <laughs> joke. It's like that joke from Thirty Rock about how um, the fraternity Jack was in in college or ever had a code word where if you say it, he has to immediately make an excuse to leave the room. Yep. So we should just dig into this episode because I got nothing else. Yeah, let's get into it. So this is. Uh... What number is this episode? 46, 46 right? 46, 46. Yes. <laughs> episode 46, Edamon's Comeback Tour. Which I'm immediately interested from the title alone. Because, I'm, holy shit. I'm not going to lie, I missed the title card in the actual episode. And I had no clue that Edamon came back again. I was like, oh, oh right, fuck, it's this one. <laughs> the uh, Japanese title is uh, Metal Edamon Strikes Back. Sure, sure. And the DVD I, uh, title. I can't, I can't wait for the uh, inevitable tri-episode Return of the Metal Edamon. Oh, God. The DVD title, Revenge of Metal Edamon. 
Wait, it's literally the actual song. It okay. actually is. Yeah, it actually yes. is. Yes. Well, all right. That's you know what? That was Wait. Really perfect, Joel. Good time. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Thank you so much, DVD DVD title for stealing my fucking joke. I think it's just because the Japanese title written in Japanese can be translated to also like you know Metal Edamon's counterattack or right or revenge. Right. I can. Repost shit like that. It's just you know revenge kind of metal. Edamon's repost would be really good. Man, imagine that would be that. awesome. Like that's some that's some advanced language proficiency into being introduced to kids at a young age. I am so, like... picturing metal Edamon fencing <laughs> now, and it's amazing. Although, although that would His sword a is just a microphone children, stand. That would create a generation of children who didn't understand how to pronounce repost and would just say it's Edamon's reposte. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I so I struggled of these with titles, French words a lot amazing, as a kid, right? Well, I mean, it's the case where, like, as a kid, uh, in uh, what was it, Rogue Leader, the GameCube Star Wars game? Yep. There's a there's just a mission called uh, Rendezvous Point, and me and my friend, being <laughs> dumbass kids, read that and just like, yeah, we're like, oh man, Rendezvous, that's a cool name for like a space like location. <laughs> okay, <laughs> actually, sound a, like a, a Star giant Wars robot. Word. Yeah, a giant robot named Red. Ren- I can't even Rindesvous. mispronounce it properly. Rindesvous. Properly, but, but yeah, no, that would actually be a really good name for a giant robot. That does. Well, also, it like, sounds like a Star Wars name as well. Yeah, like, it sounds like a Star Wars very name. Star oh yeah, Rindesvous Point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then my older sister probably called us out as dumbasses. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Also fair. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what siblings are for. Yep. So, uh, all of these titles, incredible. Already yeah. looking forward to this episode. And the best part is they belie, or they they fail to um, they fail to show just how much is actually in this episode. There's so much under the surface that we aren't even prepared for here. <laughs> I know, right? So we open on a forest exploding, which <laughs> is a hell of an opening. Just throwing us right just into a it. forest, and there's an explosion. Uh, and we see. A good old friend from way back in the day, Ogamon. Remember him? Yep. Damn. He's farming, he's farming some wood to make some crates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a raft, or however. How the fuck did he get the server? Just out of curiosity. Well, here's the thing: they like split up the digital world, and like, like he might have just been on a piece of land that was getting sucked up somewhere. Yeah, like yeah, they remember fair. they did kind of fuck it up. Oh, I forgot about that. Because they don't mention it or show how it works in any way. You know what? Honestly, it's it's better that way. Because now we get to believe he got there through the swan boat. Oh, that is... I miss the swan boat. <laughs> so do I, buddy. So do I. So we see Ergamon is being chased by uh, trees. Yeah, a bunch of Trevenant. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we get an analyzer entry within like the first six or seven seconds of the episode. Yeah, this one's a quickie. Which is, I think it's a record. Um, yeah, we can analyze the entry. It says, these are Woodmon, who, yeah, they're just evil trees. Cool. They're, they're horns they, from, like, Lord of the Rings. They and, do uh, mention that they do suck energy out of anyone yeah. passing by. Right, yeah, Ogumon they pretend to be trees. Yeah, they tr- pretend to be trees and then suck your life force. Exactly yeah. like the fucking trees in the forest outside the Shire. <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't that like a woman that got turned into a tree? No, there's a whole there's a whole race of like 
malicious tree spirits called horns that were um like I only remember the one. Yeah, no, it's I, only, a, it's a... I read that book last like ten years ago. Yeah, no, it's a whole thing. Um, that's fucked. Oh yeah, no, it's it's really fucking messed up. <laughs> yes, Ergamon says that they pretend to be trees and steal energy from Digimon that pass by. Yeah, that's it's pretty fucked up. Uh, and instead of you know hitting these trees with his giant club, he instead decides to punch them, and which it works. We... He does like crack one's face in half. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's because he's a giant ogre. Right, here's the thing. Um, From secondhand reports, I've heard punching trees is not a very effective like, <laughs> way of fighting things. Well, in, in Ogre Gwan's case, he's got, like, shadow punches. Like, Yeah. It, that is true. one of his moves. He's not a tiny child who thought he could fight a tree. <laughs> so, yeah, he punches the trees, and we cut to Gomamon just okay, chowing you, down. He also, he also does the whole woodchuck thing. Oh yeah, he makes a joke about like how much wood could woodmon could an ogremon chuck, which just uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> it's it's the usual standard level of jokes. In and then he punches them again, yeah, with like his weird shadow punches. I he says pummel whack, which was like you know he would swing his club before. But yeah, I, but I guess this show has fallen down they, the trap of every move they do has sense. the same name. Also, he's I mean, had hundreds yeah. of years to change his fighting style up. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's also like, a case, like, remember, what is Ice Wolf Fang? Like, yeah, Wolf like, like, Metal Guru Mon has a move called Metal Wolf Claw. That's a missile, so. And, like, last time, it wasn't even that. It was him, like, just howling, uh, like, blue fire. He just from shoots, his, like... Oh, Shit out his mouth. Everything is a Metal Wolf Claw. And then, yeah, last episode as well, Terra Nova was Wargreymon, like, doing Terra Nova, but also doing the spin attack, like... Yeah. You mean Terra Force or Nova Terra attack? Because I... Terra Nova was a TV show. Yeah. Oh, it was, wasn't it? It was bad. That was a TV show that very clearly used Nerf guns as, as like, right... Yes. <laughs> yes. It yes, was, it like, was. the highest budget TV show in history at that point, and they used Nerf guns as props. Yep. I yep. don't understand what they spent <laughs> the money on. Probably just filming in Australia is why. That is almost as funny as uh, several low-budget movies and TV shows around the era of Starship Troopers reusing the Starship Troopers uniform, including, including Power Rangers. Power yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so weird. That's so really it's weird. To so me. bizarre. I imagine buying those props secondhand is pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's like how every sci-fi series for like fifteen years used that one scanner from Star Trek. Yep. Also true. So we cut away from uh, Ogamon to Gomamon, who is just chowing down on some food. Mm-hmm. He is so happy right now. Yep. I mean, yeah. Joe, Joe, and... Mimi, Palamon, and Gomamon are having a picnic. Yeah, they're just having a picnic. It's great. Uh, Mimi's asking Joe, it's like, is it alright, you know, if I don't want to fight anymore? Because, you know, we kind of have to fight for survival in this place because it's super fucked up and full of evil people. Yeah. And he's like, no, I think it's like it's a pretty brave thing, you know? My brother used to say something similar all the time. And he has like a little daydream. Where he, like, stares at the sky and sighs, and you see his brother's reflection in his glasses. Yep. His brother, if you'll remember, is actually, like, three separate people. They combined into one for the dub. That's right, yeah. He has multiple brothers. 
<laughs> but no, Delby's like, ah, people won't believe that one brother. Yep. Um, we I, can't pay for this many voice actors. I actually <laughs> like this because it's basically like it's a flashback from the perspective of somebody else in universe. Yeah, it's like because like Joe's reminiscing about something that nobody can see yeah. or yep. hear. Um, he tells Mimi, "Oh, it's fine. I'm just you know remembering my family." And then Gomamon says, "You know, you shouldn't bottle things up like that. It's not healthy." At which point, Joe just fucking flips out. Yep. <laughs> He's like, "Don't I... tell me about not being healthy. I've been not healthy my entire life." I'll keep doing it. Screw you. You know, you know what, Joe? I have been there, and that is not that is not a good way to go. If I want to keep things bottled up, like, I will. This is the cry of functioning addicts. Like, yep, <laughs> yep. Gomamon's just like Jesus, man. I was just trying to help. Bloody hell. Poor Gomamon. Also, that is that is very Gomamon advice because he always speaks his mind. <laughs> yep, just always. <laughs> uh, suddenly. A giant black hole appears in the sky and turns into a meteor. As, I mean, you know. You know. Like, Jules, you, you were just watching one of these the other day, right? Well, I didn't watch a black hole. I didn't watch a you said, meteor. You said it was a meteor shower. Like, how else would that happen? Well, yeah, but, like, this isn't a meteor shower. This is just a meteorite. Like, just... Yeah. This one actually lands. There's a difference it's between... It's also very big. There's a difference between shooting stars and Armageddon. <laughs> Subtle, but notable. Giant meteor appears in the sky. We cut back to Ogremon, who's now being chased by a lot more Woodmon. There's like three times as many as there was well, before. Well, yeah, so I like the idea that since he's running away from them in the forest, like every, you know, few steps, more, more of them pop out and like join yeah. the chase. Like, this yeah. is like... It's like trying like, to run away from things so in this, an MMO. There's just yeah, more and exactly. more right. as you go. Yeah, no, this started out, we did, like, this was in Media Res, so we didn't get to see how this conflict began, but I bet you it started out with him, like, accidentally, like, bumping one yeah. as he was walking through the forest, and, like, that single woodman was, like, all pissed at him, and so he started running away, and then Which just, I'm pretty like, sure is how, like, at least a half dozen fights in this show have started. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. That was basically the first arc of this show yeah. was, whoops, we stepped on Cedramon's tail. Yep. Uh, so, Ogamon's really upset about potentially dying here because, well, A, he'll die, and uh, and B, he'll die before he gets to kill Leomon. Because if you'll remember, Ogamon just really wants to fight Leomon just all the time. It's like the only reason he exists. I mean, yeah. Literally, he's, yes. He's, like, Leomon's his kismesis. I totally get it. Uh, but, you know, luckily for him, the Woodmon are all crushed by the meteorite. It's very Just happens convenient. to land directly on top of <laughs> this crowd of Woodmon, and not on him. Huh, like, Black... Just... Huh, hey, Jules, Black Roms, convenient meteorites. I like where this is going. Oh, shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I refuse to be told about it. <laughs> So, oh yeah, by the way, Ogamon was, like, backed up against a ravine, because there's always a ravine to be backed up against in this fucking show. Well, especially now, oh, because the again. kids the kids have, um like, successfully caused, like, one-fourth of the world as it is to be redistributed. Yeah, there's a lot of ravines now. So, when the meteor hits, Ogamon sent flying into the ravine by the explosion. Which, yeah, whatever, poor Ogamon. Uh, this doesn't get explained, by the way. He just shows up, like, out of the ravine later. 
Well, I mean, he seems to be at the bottom of it. Is he, though? Yeah, because, like, when they later find the media, like, it's above them. I feel like this ravine's way bigger than that. Oh, no, it totally is. Although I do like the idea of Ogamo going, oh, no, a giant ravine, oh, no, and he falls five feet down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. It just looks really big from is the it, top. Oh, it's, God. It's, just an it's, a, it's, it's one of those perspective tiny. tricks. If you just, like, yeah. rotate the camera a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So How we... could this happen? Whoa, was me. <laughs> like, we got the Ty's group. So if you remember, Ty, TK, Sora, Izzy, Kari... Ka- is that it? I can't remember. Yeah, that's it. Because Matt's doing uh, his own all on thing. their own. Because Matt left, and then Joe and Mimi are on their own. And they're all together, and there's like a big... The ground shakes, because the meteor hit the ground. And then Tentamon's like, ooh, a meteor. We should go check that out. Because he's a nerd. <laughs> okay, listen. If a meteor landed nearby, I don't think you need to be a nerd to go, fuck yeah, that's cool. Well, if a or, meteor you know, landed nearby what the hell in a place just happened, where... Let's go find out. In a place right. where literally everything tries to kill you, I would be like, no, maybe maybe we should That's sit this one out. I mean, here's the thing. You either go confront whatever's going to kill you, or you wait for it to, like, ambush you. Or, in this case, you go to another place that can kill you. Right. <laughs> yeah. That is also an option. Because yeah, the Tentacle wants to go check it out, but the rest of the group disagrees, and they want to go to Puppetmon's mansion. They're like, we know where he lives now. We can, you know, go kill him say is like well we can't go check on the meteorite right? it might be dangerous let's go to Papamon's house yeah, yeah. That's literally, that was literally Way what safer. TK said and I'm like wait hold on a second <laughs> like, hang on the guy that last time you saw him just beat the shit out of you alright so Ooh, then Izzy takes rock climbing that's dangerous let's go skydiving <laughs> so then Izzy takes the same approach I did a minute ago and says well we gotta fight the dark masters eventually anyway so why not just do it now yeah which was Ty's reasoning when he was having that fight with Matt. Yeah, they want to go to Puppetmon's mansion. Sora says, mm, you know, maybe it's a bad idea. Puppetmon, very strong. Beat the crap out of us a couple times now. And TK is just like, oh yeah, sure. We'll just give up then. It's like, jeez, oh, okay, TK. Wow, TK, Calm when down. did you get so sassy? TK wants to Rambo it, shit. <laughs> Izzy says, all right, well, we'll put it to a vote. Everyone who wants to go to Puppetmon's house, say aye. Uh, and everyone except Ty and Sora vote yes. Yep. Sora because, you know, she doesn't want to do it because it's dangerous. Ty because Biom- he was just okay. daydreaming. Okay, Bioman also abstains, just for the record. Well, That's yes. Fair, yeah. But the Digimon and the partners just tend to agree on everything. Unless it's an episode specifically about them disagreeing on something. Also true. Um, yeah, Ty didn't vote. Not because he didn't want to go, but because he was busy daydreaming about Matt. Like, literally. <laughs> literally. Like, he's, he's going, what would Matt do? I wonder what do? Matt would do. Matt and he's also like, stay safe. I need to protect TK. Not, you know, his sister. His friend's brother. I mean, to be fair, they seem to have an agreement every time they leave their sibling for one another, they have to protect them. Matt didn't do such a good job last time he was left in charge of Kari. Also, no, I he think let her just wander off into the woods. Also, I think we've uh, established at this point that Kari looks after Ty, not the other way around. Oh, absolutely. And also, I meant more when Matt was just taken out like a chump by Phantomon. Right, oh, yeah, that yeah. too. Hey, remember Phantomon? God, oh, Phantomon was Phantomon. So, Man, yeah, why couldn't Sora... this have been Phantomon's comeback to her? Digitomamon's oh, comeback to her. 
God, if only. <laughs> so Sora tells Ty that, like, well, yeah, Ty says, yeah, we could go after Puppetmon, but I gotta protect all these people. Sora says, you know, whatever you decide, I'll go along with. But I do have some reservations, because, you know, we're fighting an evil puppet. It's pretty bad. Dude, it's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you think about it for half a second, what the fuck? And Ty says, don't worry. If anything goes wrong, Coromon and I will hold him off. You know, literally the weakest Digimon in the crew will, you know, handle yep. it. But, you know, at this point in the show, they can basically force a warp Digivolve whenever they want. So not like it matters. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to a pit in the ground when suddenly an angelic voice pierces the air. Oh, God. We hear a weird that, Elvis that, impersonation. Um, Elvis is dead, yes. We hear a weird Elvis impersonation say, Welcome to the comeback tour of the year. Baby, I'm back. Oh, yeah. Oh, Middle Edamon returning 2017. Not the worst thing to happen in 2017 by a far <laughs> stretch. So we see Edamon climb out of the pit, except he's shiny and silver. Also, his uh, the Monzeman that he wears around his belt is now a Waru Monzeman, which we'll yes, meet which is, shortly. It's a good touch. I do like that. This is like if Johnny Bravo and a monkey fell into a like T one thousand pit. Like <laughs> Johnny Bravo and a monkey went into the teleport machine from the fly. Yeah, and then came out. Went, like Johnny Bravo, monkey, and a T one thousand. Like just... <laughs> it, I love Metal Edamon so much. So we cut to Joe and Mimi nearby, who are like, oh, hey, the meteor hit over there. Like, We should go check that out. But first, Gomamon confirms that he is, in fact, just a water dog. <laughs> because he's like, I smell something, and then just runs off and chases it. Yep. They're like, Gomamon. You know, they have to chase oh, after him. I love him so much. He's so, so good. good. So they run after Gomamon, and they find... A mysterious Digimon they don't recognize buried under some branches. Who could this large green ogre-shaped Digimon be? <laughs> How do they not recognize him? It's so dumb. This is that uh, that video of the guy like watching the who's that Pokemon and going yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> it's, it's they don't recognize him until they've like dug him out and like oh my god it's Ogremon. Like, guys, come on, there's not that much like rubble and debris on him. Like, yeah. it's, the fucking, it's the fucking joke, and it's all of a sudden in Philadelphia where one of the McPoyle brothers is wearing a fake mustache, and like they dramatically reveal him to his brother, who just kind of stares and like, Who's this guy? And then he dramatically rips the mustache off. What? You! <laughs> <laughs> so Joe just immediately is like, Yeah, let's just leave him here to die. Because <laughs> Joe has does, no chill. kind of does, yeah. Doesn't Joe go on to become a doctor? Yes. Yes. So Mimi walks over and starts trying to help clean up all his cuts. And he's like, oh, it's the Digidestins. But he can't Mimi move. Mimi has taken a hard swerve into pacifism here. Yeah. It's like, remember when she was like, oh, my giant cactus is going to beat you up? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Really wasn't that long ago. Yeah, so Ogamon recognizes them, but can't do anything, because he just fell off a cliff. He's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, Mimi sends Palmon and Gomamon to go find some supplies. It's like, go find me some healing herbs. Go. 
and then they I like that she says that so like naturally like yeah go find me those healing herbs yeah because you know there's not like half the plants in the digital world are actually just alive and try to kill you right exactly (laughs) it's it's very weird Um, she gives Gomo on a much easier task go find water yes which I feel like yeah, it's an easier task, but if you send Gomamon to find water, he's not going to come back. He's just going to stay there. Yeah. Also, well, actually, that is a good point. What He does not have access to a bucket. <laughs> like, he's going to find the water, but what can he do with it? Yeah, who knows? Summon some fish. Make a fish bucket. Are the fish oh, God. dead? Because the ocean was all fucked up. Are the fish dead? Yeah, we don't know about that yet. Yeah. Well, we know the marching fishes are still around. That's true. We did see them. Uh, yeah, She sends Palmon and Gomamon off, and she asks Joe, he's like, you help me with the first aid. And he's like, yeah, yeah. My family are all doctors. Just all of them. So I know a bit about first aid. Um, he's like, we're going to need to patch up his broken arm, which Digimon confirmed to have bones. Apparently. <laughs> also, right. we get a we get a um, we get a nice uh, close up look at what's in the um, med kit that Joe's always uh, carrying around, yes. and one of the things in there is a fucking disc man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and he's like, "Ooh, toilet paper." And Mimi goes, "Ugh, really now? Because this is a child show, and poop jokes are very funny." I mean, to be fair, like, they're little children, and if one of them pulled a toilet pe- toy paper, you would assume only one thing as a child. He's using it as a bandage, obviously. I think they're actually just supposed to be bandages, because it is How many ply is this toilet paper? Because that is not a very well, sturdy appa- bandage. Apparently two ply, because Ogamon says it's really comfy and soft. Yeah. So but- it must be two ply. Joe tells Ogamon, it's like, oh yeah, hold off on the digivolving for a few days, and you'll be fine. A few days. Fuck Digimon heal fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, we see the shit they go through regularly. I feel like this is a burn on Ogremon because he's had hundreds of years and hasn't digivolved once. Yes. <laughs> you know a all that digivolving Joe... you do. Just hold off on it for a while. It's a bigger burn than Joe realizes, too. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, it is. Um... Yeah, Mimi is suddenly very impressed with Joe. She's like, oh my god, Joe, you're competent at something. Right, I mean, it's the first time Joe has, like, taken initiative on anything and hasn't just kind been of whining. Like ever. Yeah. And Ogamon's like, uh, why are you helping me? I try to kill you, like, a lot. And Mimi says, oh, I was taught to always help people in trouble, even if they are trying to murder me. Which, uh... Mm. I... I... As a pacifist, that's not exactly how that works. Like, that's a good way to just, like, get yourself get killed. killed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and she says, and friends help each other out. That's what they're for. Okay, bye. <laughs> just tries to leave <laughs> immediately. Peace. <laughs> and then Ogamon stops her and he's like, I, uh, I've never had any friends before. Don't leave, I'm so crying. lonely. And she's like, well, you have friends now. And he's, like, crying even more. And Gomamon makes fun of him. Because... <laughs> he's Gomamon. Okay, he's Gomamon. Gomamon literally just got done giving a speech about how you should just, like, if you have feelings, you should just let them out and not bottle them up. And now he's making fun of Ogremon for doing that. 
Yeah. What the hell, Gomamon? People don't follow their own advice a lot of the time. No, because Gomamon thinks feelings are just making fun of your friends, not anything else. Because that's the only feelings he ever has. Yeah, I suppose (laughs) Gomamon's only emotion... Well, no, Gomamon's only emotions are joke and sad. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Which, I mean, same. (laughs) So suddenly... Puppetmon shows up, standing on a tree. Have you ever noticed he's always standing on a tree? There's a lot I, of trees here. Tyler, he's very short. <laughs> he just likes feeling tall. Let him I have mean, that. Jesus. Me too, but I don't stand on trees all the time. Well, maybe You're you also very often. lazy, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, this is but true. But he is also a cat, so I'm, I'm surprised we didn't have to fish him out of trees as often as we could. <laughs> just poke me with a stick. Come on. <laughs> Get out a laser pointer. Mm. So, Puppetmon's standing on a tree. He's like, so, here's a riddle for you. What has four strings and is made of wood? And they all go, it's Puppetmon. He's like, nah, it's a violin. You guys suck. But they and weren't like, shoot, but they weren't like actually them. answering his question. It needs no. to be pointed out. Like They weren't answering his riddle. They were like, oh, shit, Puppetmon's here. So he shows up. Makes a dumb riddle that they don't actually answer, and then when they get it wrong because they say his name, he shoots rockets at them. I mean, it was a rigged right, game, cool. let's be honest. That's a bullshit riddle yeah. of... That's that's a riddle almost on the line <laughs> of, what do I have in my pocket? Yeah. Because apparently, God, apparently today is just my... That. Apparently my, tonight's just my night for uh, Tolkien references. It's just Tolkien references from you, apparently. Can we talk about how fucked up of, like, a final riddle that is for Bilbo to pull? Oh, well, it's it so much bullshit. It wasn't intentional. He was just, had his hand in his pocket at the time and went, hey, what's in my pocket? That's not a riddle. Well, no, it wasn't supposed to be. I mean, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, he it was just like an exclamation. It Gollum just or chose yeah. to, true. like, yeah, interpret it as true. such. He, he just went, that's oh, true. what's that in my pocket? And Gollum was like, oh, a riddle. I just remember it's definitely not portrayed that way in the movie, but the movie... Oh, no. Yeah, no, the movie doesn't portray things from The Hobbit very well, period. Just no, in general. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah. So he immediately starts shooting rockets at Gomamon. Like, poor Gomamon. Um, and Palmon's like, oh, I need to digivolve. But then Mimi has, like, this image appear in her mind of Togemon just having the yeah, shit beaten so out of Yeah, so all of a sudden the show goes into scribble mode for a second. Yeah. yeah. It's like this weird illustration just shows up of Togemon being blown up, which is kind of crazy. Um, and she's like, no, nah. Mimi's like, oh, I don't really want Palmon to Digivolve because she might get hurt. Which, yeah, it's, it's the reason she left the group in the first place. Right. Like, and yeah. uh, yeah. and uh, it's also proven to be a, the very correct call here in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Because Joe has no such problems. And he's like, quick, Gomamon, Digivolve. Uh, Which, we get to be fair, Gomamon was being shot by rockets, so that's a good it's response. Um, yeah, so we get a full-length Digivolve because, hey, budget. <laughs> um, and then, because of more hey, budget, Ikakumon just kind of slides into frame. Which now, that's the thing about Ikakumon is he's very graceful. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Uh, and he shoots torpedoes at Puppetmon, which are only effective at blowing up the tree he's standing on, and do nothing Right, else. but that's that's apparently reliable enough for Joe's crest to go off, like... Yeah, yeah. as Joe's crest just starts glowing immediately, we get another full-length Digivolve sequence. S- straight away. 
God, guys, come on. So, yeah, we, I need to point out, Ikakumon did less, had less screen time than his Digivolve sequence did. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. God, you're right. There's this really, like, awkwardly long scene where Puppetmon and Zudomon just kind of run towards each other with their hammers raised. Right. It lasts, like, three or four seconds too long. It's a fucking Dragon Ball Z goddamn wind-up. Yeah, yeah, it is. And they're both just running at each other, and Zudomon running looks really funny, because he's very large and awkward. <laughs> but it ends yeah, with... He's, uh... he's, ex- he's exactly not as graceful as the Kakumon is. Mm. It ends with the two of them swinging their hammers at each other, and then Zudomon is on fire. Yeah, no, it's basically like a samurai <laughs> showdown type thing. Yeah, where they both swing, and then only one person gets hit, despite you not seeing any hits happen. Right. Um, it ends with Zudomon on fire, and then falls over and reverts back to Gomamon. Again, less screen time than his Digivolve sequence. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Then we hear a Tarzan yell. Which, okay, I guess... Yeah, Elvis was Tarzan very well now. known for swinging through the jungle yelling like Tarzan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, yeah, we see Edamon swings in on a vine, and he lands on a tree tree branch and says, Metal Edamon is in the house. I mean, that's a pretty decent entrance as far as things go. <laughs> now, although you missed, the, you missed the most important part, he leads with, get Digi with it. Oh, yes, oh, he, God, does. he does. Oh, does. Fuck. I, I forgot that part. It's so good. Joe's na, na, like, na 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 na. Joe is like, oh shit, it's Edamon. I thought we killed him like a while ago. Yeah, yeah, you did. You absolutely did. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he corrects Joe minute. and he says, no, no, no. Yeah, a I'm very hot metal minute, as we'll find out. Yeah. He says, I'm metal Edamon now. And we get the analyzer entry for him. That confirms he is now mega level. And also has an attack called Banana Slip. Yeah. That's a which good we will attack name. In this episode. It's amazing. I love it. And then he's like, let me sing you a song about how I got to where I am. Oh, God. And he pulls out his microphone. Okay, um, also, also Palmon calls him new and unimproved, which is really good. That's really it's good. It's pretty good, yeah. So he, he pulls out his microphone, strikes a pose, and the background turns into a it, band. It turns into a fucking karaoke Edamon. scene from a Yakuza game. It's yep. incredible. It, like, the, the drum kit has ETE written on it. They're all Edamons in, like... In like, one of them's got, like, a Prince-style yeah, costume. Like the guitarist I looks like Prince. The, this is Crisis on Infinite Ed- Edamons. Like, yeah, it, it is. I don't even know how to describe the other two. Like, the, what the, the hell is the keyboardist? The keyboardist looks like that skeleton from One Piece. It's the only way I can describe oh, it. Oh, yeah, like Brooke, yeah. Um, it's it's incredible. Uh, and it, it's just a still scene. Like, nothing's moving in this shot. It's amazing. So it's a it's your average scene in Digimon. Well, yes. So then we get, like, this banging rock music plays where we get a flashback to when he got blown up by Metal Greymon. And he's like, yeah, uh, I got blown up and sucked into a vortex and sent to limbo. Yeah, no, he literally basically spent an eternity in hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, my data was scattered and stretched across limbo and I had to force it back together 
which I want to point force of will. Right, which I want to point out is literally exactly what Datamon's backstory was back in yes. that arc. And remember, that was the whole thing: is that like Datamon, like combined with him, basically. Yeah. Because it was Datamon's data got spread out, and then they combined, and now he's metal. It's crazy. Yeah. So he reformed back into metal Edamon and like the meteor yeah, in was a that... scene in a scene where like he is literally writhing yeah. in flame yeah and his and face screen. is like being stretched across the screen yeah he describes it as feeling like a four speed blender yep Ugh. this is fucked Edamon went through like some really horrible yeah. shit and if you I mean there when... are some there are some apocryphal um accounts of like Jesus's death and resurrection where it's implied he went through much the same thing <laughs> if you remember when he died his lower body was like that giant mass of cables and shit from the dark network uh turns out right. that's what the meteor was which, which cool. apparently was like a yeah, cocoon huh. for him at this point something yeah. like that yeah so now that you brought up um <laughs> Uh, the text about Jesus, George, just imagine Judas Iscariot firing boob rockets at Jesus. I mean, that is that is how I remember it going down. <laughs> God. Like, I've been through, I've been to a lot of Good Friday services. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of dramatizations of how that went down. Well, yeah, when Iscariotmon became metal Iscariotmon after he allied with the Romans. <laughs> just seriously, like, I mean, hear me the, out. Listen, Jesus Christ listen, Superstar, he, starring Metal Edmon. I'm also just saying, Judas Iscariot did accept, was it, 30 pieces of silver? silver. Like, <laughs> like, okay, so the, the, um, the Judas myth that I prefer to go for is the Dracula 2000 version. I've not seen that. I've not seen that either. Well, I've, spoilers I've read for about Dracula it. 2000, it turns out that Dracula is actually Judas Iscariot. Wait. Well, yeah, isn't that, like, the source of why silver is good against vampires? Yep. Because, yep. like, it was huh. cursed... Cause yeah, because yeah, yeah, for for, ki- for condemning Christ to death, he was condemned to never die. That movie it's actually fucked. like that movie. That movie overall sucks. Like in a fun Isn't that way, the one but that's like, like it's not a good movie. Future and it's like, crazy. I mean, it's set in modern day. You're thinking of Dracula three thousand. It's sequel that takes I am place indeed, in space. Yes. Oh God! <laughs> okay, we got. We have to sit down and watch Dracula two thousand sometime, and then Dracula three thousand because they're hilariously bad. They sound it. So yeah. Metal Edamon does his big intro, and Puppet Mon's just, shut up. Dude, <laughs> I was in the middle of something. Yeah, Puppet Mon doesn't give a single flying fuck about his backstory. And the Metal Edamon's just like, no, fuck you, banana slip. Which is one of his new attacks, uh, which involves oh, him throwing... Yeah, wait, okay, hold on, before we describe what it does, I want the listener to pause the episode and just ruminate on what they think... What kind of creative attack they might have come up with for this? Like, what do you think it it looks like, and what do you think it does? Yeah. He throws a banana peel, and then the guy falls over. <laughs> that's it. That's the attack. Yeah, that's a real mega-level attack yeah, right there. You really had so, to digivolve to mega to be able to do that. So it does seem to have the secondary effect of turning Puppetmon into basically a, like, Three Stooges-esque character. Yeah, this goes, his response this... is to just smack Edamon on the knee with his hammer. The whole scenes yeah. with Puppetmon and Metal Edamon just goes full fucking slapstick. It's crazy. It's actually pretty good. And there's, there's, I enjoyed it a lot. There's parts of this, like, little scuffle between the two of them that was edited out for the dub. In the in the original, 
Uh, Puppetmon, like, he turns his nose into a drill and drills into Metal Edamon's ass, who then farts in his face. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't Which imagine is, why that was cut for the dog. Pretty incredible. Yeah, Puppetmon just whacks Metal Edamon on the foot. He's like, ow, fuck you, and then punches him. Yeah, I do love they show that punch connected. They can't show kids fighting, but they can show a male oh, yeah. no, no, that's punching a, th- a puppet. No, that is Fox Kids in this era's censorship. Yeah. You can show people punching monsters, and you can show monsters punching things, but you cannot show people punching people. Yes. Right, yeah. But, oh my god. And then there's scenes where there's the two of them standing next to each other, just like facing off. And it's real funny, because Puppetmon is very short. <laughs> Yeah, tiny. He's standing next to this giant monkey made of metal. He's a tiny wooden boy. Like, oh my he's, god, he's a wee puppet man. It's so funny. So we cut away from those two, unfortunately. Um, but this, what we get, is pretty crazy. Uh, well, okay, we get, so well, not so yet, the, but it gets crazy. The fight, you know what you the fight wraps up here, like. Because uh, Puppetmon taunts Metal Edamon, and Metal Edamon punches a tree, and the tree falls on him. <laughs> the um, Well, no, the fight, the fight continues. The fight huh? continues later. True, well, but, like... Uh, for the moment, we cut we don't, to... We don't just cut away. Like, there's some resolution to this. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, Metal Edamon goes face-first into a tree. Right. No, yeah. no, no. He brings a tree face-first onto him. Key difference. <laughs> So after that, we cut to Ty and Izzy, who are at Puppetmon's house, and they're, like, scouting it out, uh, and they spot two Digimon at the entrance, and they're like, God! And they're the two that spotted TK when he was running away, if you'll remember. They were a, uh... And they once again, like, actually use some degree of intelligence and, like, reconnaissance. Yeah, because Ty uses his spyglass to spot them. And then he's like, oh, I see them. Quick, take my Digivice and check the analyzer. And Izzy uses his, like, Digivice slot in his computer. I love that he has a Digivice That's slot. so confusing. Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's, a D, it's a DV232 port, right. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, yes, Floramon. I can't remember the exact descriptions, but it's like Floramon is a flower Digimon that evolves like a reptile or something yep that's it yeah that's it's it. it's a bulbasaur yeah and then deramon i can't remember anything about that but it's like a weird like, he says, it's like oh, a plant it, growing it out like of its it, ass yeah he says it looks like a bird type but actually there's a plant growing out of it prodigious it's like okay all right okay okay and ty's cool. like cool so they're not ultimate level excellent we can beat the shit out of them yep <laughs> damn they are scrubs also- it's true Ty's also being, like, really cautious. He's like, no, we can't go in until we're sure, because there might be more Digimon inside the house that we don't know about. Like, they don't know what? where they don't know where Puppetmon is. It's yeah. possible he's in the house. This is exactly. actually intelligent. Yeah, Ty's actually, like, being a reasonable leader here. TK says, all right, I can go with you, Ty. I know the layout of the mansion. So, uh, you know. I'm just going to say, TK and Panama are going, yeah, we can show you the way we know everything about that house. They so um, don't. They so don't. They 100% they so forget don't. everything. So Tentomon flies over to the others here, and um, Gatomon's just kind of chilling on all fours, which is weird. Yeah. It is kind of weird to see that. I love the scenes of Gatomon just being, being a cat. Being a cat. 
Yeah. It's well, same incredible. with like Beaumont just being a bird. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah like that scene in the first that try is try. so good. Where yeah. they look out the window and it's just Beaumont pretending to be a real ass bird. Yeah, just pecking at the fucking street. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, yes, TK's like, oh yeah, I want to go with you. So we see the other Digimon. Kari says, hey, how about, you know, we go in as a team like we originally suggested. So, yeah, but then cause... the problem is you have to use a group stealth check and those are a pain in the ass. <laughs> but Ty agrees. And they're like, okay, let's go. And then we cut back to Puppetmon and Metal Edamon. And now Puppetmon's standing on top of a tree again. And he's got Metal Edamon in his strings. Yeah, and he's, and he's literally doing a stop hitting yourself routine. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's one of Puppetmon's attacks. And then Puppetmon's like, okay, I've had enough fun with you. Let Time to murder some children. Hey, wait, they've disappeared. And they start, I can't remember the exact insults, but... Metal Edamon and Puppetmon Metal Edamon calls him insults. a piece of rotted driftwood. And uh, Puppetmon <laughs> calls, calls him a Puppetmon calls him a yeah, big tin can. Uh, yeah. Metal Edamon uh, counters with big dumb knot hole. <laughs> and then Puppetmon's like, no, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going home. You suck at name calling. Yeah, and then I'm Metal going home. Just, well, yeah, you know what? Well, I'm metal in your wood, so anything that hits me bounces off you and chops you in half. Like, What? Yep. I mean, like, Puppet Mom was correct. He's terrible at this. Yep. He's really terrible at this. But then he goes, you know what? Fuck you then, Puppet Mom. I can find the kids on my own too, because I'm the ultimate metal detector. No, you're the mega God metal detector. It. Yeah, obviously. God. You asshole, Metal Edamon. <laughs> also, Metal Edamon does have more experience finding those kids than Puppet Mom does. That's true. He kind of cheated, though. But, well, he doesn't have his hacker network yeah. this time around. He doesn't have his Gazimon. He does, though, prey upon the kid's utter stupidity, though. Well, yeah, but he'd be stupid not to. <laughs> What's I'm saying? He seems to be better at preying on the stupidity yeah. than other Digimon. Like, So then we get a sudden cut to Coromon digivolving. <laughs> That's what we cut into. It's Coromon's digivolve sequence. It's really weird. So yeah, they uh, run up and ambush the these two Digimon that they... Um... That they yeah, Tensumon and Agumon just, like, ambush them. And they're like, hey, Just kind of the stand there and take it? Like, they don't <laughs> fight back yeah. at all. And they're just like, what the fuck is this shit? And they're like, uh, aren't you guys guards? Like, no. No? <laughs> We're here to entertain Puppetmon because, you know, he's a jerk and gets weird if he doesn't have people to play with. And then TK's like, oh, that's right. Puppetmon doesn't have friends. And okay, there's Kari. a great there's a great scene here where um what Doraemon is like hey, I'll let you in a little secret and then it it cuts to him like cupping his hands over his beak and um TK is yes. standing there leaning in with his hand over his ear to listen. Yep. Uh we get this, like Kari says, "Man, life without friends must suck." Did this just turn into like the rip on Puppetmon for having no friends show? I mean, wow. kinda. Kari has like no chill. <laughs> Look, she she was just possessed by an angel. Like her soul was literally snuffed out so that some other being could speak through her body. That's right. She's Give like, her a break. It's not Kari anymore. It's like the Phoenix. It's just a spirit pretending to be Kari. Right. Yeah. So Ty asks them, like, hey, is Puppetmon in the house?" He's like, "No, he's out." No, somebody else gets... No, they get a burn on him, too, because they say he's out being fumigated for termites. Oh, of course. 
they've they've made that joke more than once already. Look, there's God only so it. many wood puns you can make on a kids show. <laughs> I was about to say there are lots yeah. they haven't made. <laughs> Listen, but TK asks Daramon's like, "Hey, can you just like show us around?" Because you know, as we established, TK doesn't remember shit about this house. Really does it? Like, yeah, we can show you around the house, Ty. Immediately finds out the Digimon. Hey, it's Digimon can show us around the but house, Ty. And Deramon's then the Digimon drops one hell of a bomb on us. Says, yeah, sure. I used to be a tour guide at Digimon Studios. What the fuck? I have many questions. <laughs> so many. But he does not elaborate and instead goes into the, like, the no flash photography or food on the tour. And then they start walking towards the house and he says... The, the main structure was built before the digital revolution. What? I have more many questions. more questions. What? What the fuck is he talking In about? In a span of like five seconds, so much has been revealed. I'm they, so confused. They have, they have given us more backstory for this fucking world than the last episode, which is solely dedicated to giving us backstory <laughs> yes. about this world. Do you think the digital revolution was like when the Dark Masters took over? No, I think it's when the Digimon rose up against the other forms against of the like, data. Yeah, against the Genis and the fucking Angel Spirit and whatever else is out <laughs> there that's like a Digimon but isn't. Uh, there's uh, Yggdrasil, who is basically God. That exists. Sure. Digimon oh, is God, weird, you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe that was when the um stuff like Dragomon were like banished from this realm. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe the, the digital revolution was splitting the Dark Ocean away. Who knows? We'll never know because they never elaborate yeah. about this ever. Yeah. I really want somebody to do like a Boom Studios, like Boom Studios did for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and just start releasing a bunch of Digimon Adventure comics that explores all these random little tangents of I stuff know, that right? never gets touched on. This one needs to be done in a Ken Burns style documentary. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. 12-part documentary about the digital revolution. Yep. <laughs> also, Digimon Studios. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Like... I guess, you know, they make movies. I, I guess. Wasn't there That's an episode like... in O2 where they went to, like, a film set in the digital world? I feel like that happens. Probably? Probably. Like, I think they went into the digital world and it was supposed to look like that one place in Japan that set up like the western town oh right it was like a parody on that you just reminded me that uh, because you mentioned O2 I discovered before uh, we started recording O2 has a callback to this episode specifically wait what in the epilogue when they show what all the kids have grown up right you know the the, the part that everyone fondly remembers from O2 (laughs) yeah Joe is a doctor, and we see him treating another Ogamon. Yep. I forgot about that. Oh, God. That's a weird oh, amount of attention why? to detail to bring back for a single frame. I know, right? So, we don't get any answers to our questions, because we cut it's away. A real shame. It's a real shame that that's the one thing from this episode they decided to go back and reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we cut away to... Um, Metal Edamon, who's like, I can't find these damn kids. Oh, well. Better keep yelling like Tarzan so they know exactly where I am. <laughs> yep. And it turns out the kids are just hiding in the roots of a tree, like Frodo Not and... Not a Lord. hiding tree. 
to be not a hiding know, tree. We have yeah. to be right. Yeah, no, he's just it's like Frodo and the other tree. hobbits when they're you know out running the ring race. Yes, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Can we get back to what the fuck a hiding tree was again? Like, what it was the a fuck? tree where if you walked into it, the inside was made of metal and you could hide inside of it. That's so dumb. I That's really, so dumb. really miss the early Digimon stuff where they had shit like that and like the giant battery thing that Izzy was in where he was able to yeah. hack into Tentomon. You could hack into reality by erasing words the on a wall. The digital world was so much more interesting in those first And that episodes. weird Egyptian tunnel that teleported them everywhere. How useful oh, yeah. would that Actually, be to have right now? Like, how useful would it be to have a teleporting tunnel? But, you know. I mean, I assume all that stuff was, like, screwed up forever when the Dark Masters, like, Yeah, re- probably. Oh, yeah, I imagine so. Probably. Reformatted everything, but. Yeah. So, yeah, they're hiding inside a tree with Ergamon, who's like, oh, thanks for helping me, you guys. I need to repay you to uphold my sacred moral code as an Ergamon. <laughs> yep. Which, uh, buddy. No. <laughs> No, no, no. There's, there is absolutely an Ogremon moral code, which we'll get into here shortly. Ogremon has no moral code whatsoever. Remember no, he does. He His moral code is, devil? I must kill Leomon. <laughs> that's not really a moral code. That's just a code. Like He used to work for the devil. You know? Just putting that out there. Yeah. No, no, no. no. To, be, to be fair, he was mind controlled by the devil. Because he and Leomon were just having, like, their, their feud, and then Devimon showed up. Yeah, no, That's he wasn't mind-controlled. Yeah. Devimon showed up, and he willingly agreed to work for him. You could say he was, at That's very true. least, coerced. Maybe. Listen, o- listen, Ogamon saw an opportunity to kill Leomon and make as many crates as he wanted. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then, like, most great opportunities, shit. it all went to shit when the devil hired the guy he was trying to kill. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, well, I f- can't fucking kill him now, can I? Yeah. Like, why do you think he was running away and hiding in that crate? He had no reason to live anymore. Like, literally, <laughs> as we will find out. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, we cut back to the kids walking into Puppet Mon's mansion. So, I guess we missed all the cool stuff because they've stopped talking now. <laughs> um. And there's, like, a jack-in-the-box at the bottom of the stairs right near the entrance. This is a fucking Joker bit from Arkham Asylum. Because it opens up and there's, like, a soldier that has a gun and just shoots them. Remember when they edited out Poppermon's revolver? Well, yeah, that's because it was, like, a character that was shooting a gun, not an inanimate object that just happens to have a gun. Yeah, no, it's just a turret. Yeah. Yeah, not just PUBG in a gun. (laughs) In a a, a box. It's just, like... (laughs) I, oh god no ah so what i've gathered from this man is give Puppet me player mon unknown's battleground oh yes it's just Puppet PUBG, mon but really in the digital likes world. guns you guys i once played I a warcraft that. 3 map based on digimon frontier okay so 100 digimon drop from a plane <laughs> right right yeah i'm with you yeah onto file island yep Sure. No, it, it's a hundred kids, and you have to go hunting around to find digivices and crests. Oh god! So you can like oh, god. digivolve. And instead of having like, oh, it's a level three backpack, it's like, oh shit, it's a crest. Shit, yeah. I just imagine. I just imagine someone with a gobble on height, like waiting up for the rest of the game in a bathtub. <laughs> See, that wouldn't be safe in this game though, because every bathtub is likely to contain an ogreman. It's true. That's true as well. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> every and every loot crate you have has, has a chance for Ogremon to spring out and kill you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but oh god. Yeah, I once played <laughs> a Warcraft three map that was the entirety of Digimon Frontier's storyline, 
but That's in a Warcraft 3 map, so it was really poorly done. I was going to say, yeah. Like, like... It, it told you nothing. There was no... You would just, oh, I'm this character. And then you walk around and you find an item that goes in your inventory. Oh, now I have, like... Oh, that's so dumb. Now I have my beast form, or whatever it was called. Yeah, sure. Also, also it ch- the character you got given depended on what color you picked at the start of the game. Oh, sure, yeah. And if you were unlucky enough to be the person that got the like dark green color, you got to play as the sixth ranger kid who spends the entire first half of the show on his own doing nothing. So you literally had to stand there and just fight things on your own for like 20 minutes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that map was incredible in just how bad it was. <laughs> also, now I'm imagining after describing like Ogremon popping out at, at every corner. Just Ogremon everywhere, everywhere system. Yep. <laughs> yep. And we think about it, Ogremon kind of is the Majima to Leomon's Q. Yeah, no, that actually works on a disturbing level. So yeah, Puppetmon really likes guns. So the noticed? only the literally the only problem with this is both Ogremon and Leomon are already shirtless. It would be so much better if they were wearing shirts that they just yank off every time they'd fight. Oh, that to really reveal good. their badass tattoos, which Ogremon's would just be uh, Majima on his back. I kind of want to make this. I kind of want to draw this. I kind of like the idea of Ogremon with an eye patch and Majima as a tattoo on his back. Yeah, no, I kind of want you to draw this too, to be honest. Oh, we need to move on. Tyler, like, <laughs> Mon likes guns, yep. Yeah, Puppetmon <laughs> likes guns, apparently. Uh, and Ty turns to Daramon and is like, hey, is this a trap? Because if this is a trap, I'm just going to murder you. <laughs> and Daramon's like, uh, no, of course it's not a trap. Please don't hurt me. He says, cross my wings and hope to fly, and I'm pretty sure he can't. That's really good, though. That's really it's a really good, good thing. I like, I like a that. Bad a lot. Kari believes him because Kari's nice. The next time I play like a Kenku in D and D, or if I play like a bird character in like some adaptation of Mouse Guard, I'm stealing that line. I once played a D and D game with a friend of mine that played a Kenku, but he had no idea like anything about Kenku, just in general. Uh-huh. He just saw a picture of one and said, "Hell yeah, I want to be that." Right. And then when we started, every single time he we had a conversation with anyone, he would just start by squawking really, really loudly. <laughs> super See, loud. I had a I had a campaign with where we had something similar, except um the player was a uh, white dragon. Which we decide which are canonically the stupidest dragons, and so we decided <laughs> they're basically just giant chickens. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, anyway, Kari believes Daramon because Kari is a nice person, but Ty is like, mm, I'm still leaning towards murder, you guys. Ty, is, mean, Ty has been betrayed by a lot of Digimon at this point. It's true. Also, they've been led into a house of fucking traps and horrors. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and if, if he's a fucking tour guide, if they're so used to this house, how did they not know about the jack-in-the-box with the fucking I know, right? machine gun? Also, like, immediately after establishing this is a house full of traps... Agumon and Panamon spot a fire truck and rush yeah, towards it. They're like, shit, yeah, fire truck. And they run <laughs> over. And Florimon's like, uh, don't touch it. So they immediately and then touch Panamon it. touches it. Uh, the sirens on it start going off. And Florimon's like, get back. And throws it out a window. Turns out it was a bomb. This is to turn into Rainbow Six Siege. What is happening in Puppetmon's <laughs> house? 
Like, how do you how do you have a touch sensitive bomb that just sits in the hallway? No, no, not touch really sensitive. Bored, it's heat. Tyler. They say it's heat sensitive. Oh, yeah, they do. So, That's like, right. they didn't even have to touch it. They just got close enough that it got warm <laughs> enough for it to go off. Oh God! What if like Miramon was visiting? Oh, oh God, yeah, the house fuck. would just explode. <laughs> yeah, Puppetmon is weird, you guys. So we cut back to Mimi, who's asking Ergamon, like, so if you have this moral code you stick what? by... She's like, hey, can I ask you a personal question? Ogremon's like, yes, it's true. I don't floss. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she's like, if you have this moral code that you stick by... Why do you try to fight Leomon all the time? And Ogremon's like, well, that is my moral code. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the code. Fight Leomon. He says he doesn't hate Leomon. They're just destined to be rivals for all eternity. <laughs> Fuck. All right. And Mimi goes. The time is this? So, like, they're like they're like they're like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, spy and spy. Like yeah. it's just that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Mimi says, so if your only purpose in life is to fight Leomon, you know, what What would happen if, like, you know, you won? And Ogamon just doesn't understand. <laughs> He's like, what? I, no, I, my mind cannot comprehend anything except fighting Leomon. Yeah. And that's why he'll never win, obviously. Except he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twice. But yeah, he says, like, oh, well, I just... I don't want to think about anything after fighting Leomon. I'll fight Leomon if I win. Then I'll think about it then. All right. Pokemon's really a, like, zen monster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at this it. point, it's like asking a robot some- about something that, like, is outside its programming. And it's like, I, <laughs> I literally cannot process this question you're yeah. asking me. He, he, there is no answer because his mind just draws a blank. There's, there's nothing there if you tell him that, you know, what if you beat Leomon? There's nothing. So... Suddenly, Metal Edamon finds them. Yeah, you show, like, a pi- yeah, show him a picture of a dead Leomon, and he's like, looks like nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Metal Edamon doesn't just show up. He does his Tarzan yeah. call, and Joe goes, what could that be? Yeah, I wonder. He's only <laughs> Joe, been doing it fucking all fucking idiot. day. What? Joe, Come what on, Joe. Fuck? Joe, like, he just bumbles and goes, huh, looks like nothing. And Metal Edamon is right above yeah. him. Like, literally right above just, him. Just, like, looking down. It's like, hey. What's up? And then we, we cut back to Ty's group hey. in the mansion. Uh, who spot Puppetmon. He's, like, walking back to his house. He's like... Who, Puppetmon is doing one of those walks where, like, you have had a really, really yeah, bad day. And you just day. want an excuse to fucking, like, break something. Yep. Um, and then they're like, oh, shit, it's Puppetmon. Quick. Shoot this cannon at him. It's just, it's just a cannon. Just sitting there. Well, that you that's not out of place in Puppetmon's house. Like But like then you look at the entrance to Puppetmon's house, which if you'll remember is like a face. It's like an angry face. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. And the cannon just sticks out of the face. Yeah, that's fair. And they're like, uh, we don't know how to shoot this cannon. Deramon, you know how to shoot the cannon. Go. He's like Absolutely not. I refuse to do that. It goes against everything I stand for. As a tour guide. Okay, I'll do it. Just don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like... It's like Daramon just thought for a second went, No, fuck this dude. See, actually, like, you what? know what? Fuck Puppetmon. Yeah. So they shoot him with a cannon. I really like <laughs> this scene of 
up and going, what? What? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Bubblemon's just like, you know, doing his angry walk towards his house. And then there's just an explosion. He's like, who the fuck is shooting me? Like, I know Puppetmon, like, his whole visual basis is kind of like old Disney cartoon. But after Cuphead has come out, I can't see him as anything else. <laughs> Oh man! He's just an evil Cuphead. He really is a Cuphead-esque like creature. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm imagining Digimon Cuphead. So where it's like instead of you know being a cup man that shoots things by clicking his fingers, you're like a Padamon that just shoots boom bubbles. <laughs> yeah, and he's he gets mad because it's like, how dare you shoot me with my own toys? A cannon I mean, is not a toy, Puppetmon. Yeah. Cannon well, is a no, weapon. Remember, he, he he thinks fucking bombs are toys, Tyler. Like yeah, that gun that got edited out. Credit. That gun that got edited out was a toy to him. Yeah, the, yeah. So they they shoot him with his own cannon. It's a cautionary a tale about leaving deadly items locked up around your kids because they can't tell <laughs> the difference. This is why babies should not do wield flintlock pistols. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have questions about this cannon because it's cannon. Okay, okay. How does um, a cannon the... shoot like eight times in like three well, seconds? Okay, so see, here's here's the cannon cannon. Um, a I digital world you. cannon. God, you son of a fucking. Okay, so a digital world cannon um isn't like loaded like a traditional cannon where you put the cannonball in. It actually pulls the cannons in from like space around it because you see. Objects in the digital so the world. the cannon is doing marching cannons. Right, basically, yes. Is the cannon a Digimon? Probably. Yeah, if, listen, if the swan boat was a Digimon, <laughs> No, the cannon is whatever the swan boat is, which is a, another one of those, uh, you know, a digital world oh. construct that's not a Digimon. Isn't there a Digimon right, that's yeah. just got, like, a cannon for a chest? Do you think they just cut the cannon out of its chest? Like, if you read the Silmon Rillian, um... Like, when I it talks about the am going of the world. to murder you. Ah, so this is how it feels. <laughs> there is a murder about to take place. So the initial races that were created by the, you know, great creators or whatever were the Genis, the Swan Boats, the Cannons, and then the Digimon were created later. Oh my god, I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you. I hate you so much right now. Yeah. Anyway, so... They were shooting him with his own cannon. A lot. And he's like, alright, fuck this. I'm gonna just charge whoever's in my house shooting me with my own cannon. Uh, we cut back to Metal Edamon, who's chasing the kids. He says, oh, they can't hide from me. I'm the king of swing. Because he's swinging from a vine. That's pretty, that's good pretty good pun. I'm sorry, but that is very, very clearly Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I want to see a Metal Edamon rap. Oh, why does that not exist? Shit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, you make you sad, Tyler. So the he's problem like... with Metal Edamon is he would totally do the I'm Metal Edamon and I'm here to say type of rap. That's yeah. true. He would he be would. the lamest white guy rapper. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he finds the kids, and he's like, all right, time to murder some children. And suddenly, a giant saber-toothed tiger lion thing just 
Yeah, one of the three legendary dogs from Pokemon Gold and Silver hops out. Yeah, Actually, kind of all of them combined. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like looks like... Gold-colored <laughs> with red stripes, kind of. He, he's weird-looking. So the the way his the way his his tusks and the like eyelidless stares that Digimon have make him look incredibly confused and baffled by whatever he's looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This freeze frame I have of him is kind of hilarious. There is like I do really like the uh, the shot before he walks out from the forest where it's just oh, yeah, like where a, just silhouette a silhouette with like yellow and red mm-hmm. highlights. It's real cool. But, yeah, he walks out. Ogamon seems very ha- excited about that. He's like, haha, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it's this whole mysterious new character who appears. Yeah. Absolutely then, no idea who he could yeah, possibly be. Who could be. it possibly be? Then the fucking narrator ruins it. I hate you, narrator. Like, it's not like it was super a super big secret, but it's really like, it really is like just putting the parentheses so behind it saying, hey, it's Leomon. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He comes out, Ogamon's excited. Episode comes to an end. The narrator goes, who could this new mysterious Digimon be? Could it be Ogamon's rival? Then it also asks the questions that every, um, every, um, like, uh, cliffhanger ending narration does, which is, will this, will this, like, really simple attack actually defeat the villain? No, of course it won't. <laughs> no, absolutely not. One of the Dark Masters is going to get brought down by a fucking cannon blast. <laughs> Just from some fucking nobodies. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that, that was the end of the episode. That was a really good episode. That's like a jam-packed fucking episode. Yeah, I mean, like, other than the fact that they that somehow still needed to fill a bunch of time with a um, full digi- two full Digivolve sequences and a nothing fight, like, a lot happened. Yeah. Metal Edamon is just as incredible as Edamon was. I'm disappointed that he's replaced the Gazimon backups with versions of himself. I mean, um, yeah, that was always the, the direction it was going to go. We all have to know. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Also, I have so many questions. So many questions? God, well, we've also got questions. Oh, we ourselves. do. If you have questions you want us to answer, you can email them to us to digitalmoncast at gmail.com or send them to us on Twitter at digitalmoncast. Or whenever we have a recording session, Julie puts out a tweet asking for any questions on her Twitter at Gatsby Low. Uh, so, what if we. I don't have any in the email of this so time, Julie. Before we get to the got? questions, we did get a shout out that just happened to occur while we were recording. Oh, we um, did? Oh? Yeah. Um, friend of friend of the well, I shouldn't say friend of the show, more like enemy of the show. Luke <laughs> um, mentioned on Twitter that his secret dream is to eventually turn Home for Infinite Losers, their new uh, Dragon Ball podcast, into a bigger shit show of a rewatch podcast than us. Impossible. <laughs> Absolutely. To which, impossible. to which, uh, no. to which, actual friend of the show Ryan replies, "Are you aware of the fanfic theater episode?" Yeah, like I don't think Luke fully comprehends how much of a shit. <laughs> Our first bonus episode. Is a is about Pokemon. Like <laughs> we have multiple Pokemon themed bonus episodes. We do now. That's the thing. Like, also, Jules, we could totally record a rogue uh, fan fiction radio theater for Home for Infinite Losers. There's some oh, shitty, God. shitty Dragon Ball fanfic out there. Oh, we really 
Oh, now you got to find some Dragon Ball Digimon crossover fanfic. Like I feel like we, ha- yeah. I feel like we have to actually do that now because Luke kind of called us out. <laughs> kind of did, yeah. Also, no, Luke has to not only. This is the thing. This is like uh, early two thousands video game. Uh, publishers going, we've made the next Halo killer. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. No. Listen. The next to WoW killer be, MMO. To like, be no. as big of a shit show as us, you have to miss recordings for a whole month. You have to not release episodes Continually forget for a month to or edit two. episodes because you're terrible. You have to have people miss the recordings because of sleep. All the time. You have you to. Have you to have, have to have somebody not able to make a recording, so the remaining host just records something else. <laughs> you have to have as well, like, also an international meetup, and also have the podcast like take place over not just multiple countries because M lives in Canada, but you have to have the show take place across an ocean. It's um, a really you big one. You have to have an episode where one of the hosts disappears halfway through because they drank too much. <laughs> you have to have an, you have to have a, a segment where one the host from outside of the U.S. talks about the wacky dumb shit in their country, and you have to record it out of order. Yeah, you have to record it out of order and then put it in in the role. Just rearrange of the it at reason. the end, like. And have that be born out of the person recording a single five-minute rat they had. Yeah. Yeah. You need all of that, and you need to somehow still maintain a stable listener base. Also, the standard amount of time it takes for me to get the audio for a recorded episode. (laughs) At this point, I think the average is probably about six weeks. (laughs) Oh, God. He's not wrong. (laughs) It's, It's a nightmare. Look, We're the like, worst no, at this. Like... <laughs> also, you need to have a uh, IT review call us out. It's true. You need all of that. Like, you can't possibly be as big of a shit show as us. They've had a like, good start. We, but we don't joke about this level. lightly. <laughs> like, here's the thing: you have to do all this without planning it. This has to not be yeah, premeditated. We did not set out to happens. make a shit show. We set out to actually do a proper podcast, and over time, we just evolved into. We just realized that doing this professionally was too much work. Yeah, and again, you have to do all this while maintaining a stable listener base that's never abandoned us. I don't understand. I'm still. Thank you, everyone. But oh my god! Thank you, but wow! (laughs) Wow! God. Anyway, do we have questions? Yeah, that, yes, that's what we, we were we, doing. We, Shit. We've got plenty of questions, actually. Oh, yeah. No, you have to be able to also get your host so off track he forgets about doing regular segments of the show. You have to actually stop the intros for a full two minutes. <laughs> oh, we've done intros at like the 15-minute mark. That's true. We have. Anyway, questions. Um, I put the call saying we're talking about comebacks, pizza crimes, and tour guides. And... Uh, first couple questions come from at uh, Witsuaru uh, on Twitter, uh, also known as Gwen. What topping constitute pizza crimes, and how good is corn and mayo on pizza? Uh, I think corn and mayo on pizza constitutes a pizza crime. I think that constitutes a pizza crime. Yeah, I'm willing. To I, see I will try it on a pizza. I will try it before judging it. I don't. You would it doesn't sound crime? good, but I've had some weird pizzas that turned out to be all right. <laughs> 
Right. Hmm. It just does sound other, okay, so Okay, other pizza terrible. crimes. Okay, other pizza crimes. Um, okay, if you actually put beetroot on pizza, I'd really question that. That's questionable at best. If you have uh, changed, if you have changed so many components of what traditionally constitutes a pizza that, like, it's a chip of Theseus problem, where yeah, Theseus yeah, pizza, it, right? At that point, I feel like that's a crime. Like you're mis- <laughs> you're abusing the word pizza at that point. If your pizza is so yeah. altered that it becomes a thought experiment, you've gone too far. All right. Well, I feel that sums up nicely. I do feel like this is just uh, a bait for a, a pineapple answer, but. Yeah, you no, will like, hear our thoughts we, on that. Yeah, I, we actually, we actually covered that. that one already, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, they also ask, it's mostly just, what a tour guide in the digital world just opened that program up to Travels Boy? What? I, what does that mean? I, uh, Travels Boy is a recurring character a totally from Sp- Totally Spies. No, I know that, but like. Oh, that guy, right, yeah. Uh, are they asking like? I, it could be. It could be. Would a tour guide in the digital world just open oh, that program? Would a tour guide just travel mean travels boys in Digimon? Maybe he is a Digimon. That's why he always looks the same. You know. Yeah. It's a possibility. I don't know. <laughs> so a tour I, a tour you, guide. I, I'm genuinely. Stumped. Yeah. No, a tour guide in the digital world is basically like one of those um. Like audio tape tours, you can get museums. <laughs> right, you just pick up a pair of headphones and it like walks you through stuff, a pre-recorded I had thing one or whatever. Of those when I went to Scotland, that like was GPS activated. So when you walked to certain places, it would automatically play the thing for the part of the place you were at. Because <laughs> the old school ones, it would be like play track five, and you have to like pull it out and find the right track. But this one, it just automatically played whatever you were standing in front of. It was right. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Alright, uh, next question comes from at what is cosplay, uh, also known as Futch Cassidy on Twitter. Good That's name. A good, name. <laughs> good name. That's a really good name. No limits. What's your ideal pizza? Also, describe your best experience with a tour guide. Hmm. Alright, I'm just gonna ideal I'm just pizza. gonna softball that second part and say uh, the entire time I spent in Sydney. <laughs> Who's your tour guide? You. I don't understand. <laughs> I had a very mm. good time, and you showed me around the city. Like, what more do you want? It was a great experience. Yeah. That's a compliment. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, suck it. What's your ideal pizza, <sighs> though? Yeah, answer that part. Mm. Um, honestly, my ideal pizza is a pizza that tastes like how I remember getting going to Pizza Hut as a kid with my family. Because my memory of oh, those... Man, that's some... My memory of that's those pizzas... Level pizza wishes. My memory of those pizzas is far kinder than Pizza Hut has <laughs> ever pizza been. pizza actually is. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, give me a pizza that tastes like I thought Pizza Hut tasted like. Man, you need to do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing about eating food when you're on acid is that you don't have a sense of taste when you're on acid. It just fucking disappears. But you eat food and you're like, this is the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life. But it doesn't actually taste like anything. You're just fucked up. Oh, my God. Anyway. (laughs) To be fair, nothing truly tastes like anything. And it's all our brains making shit up anyway. Like, that's just how taste works. 
Yeah. We're not getting into the Matrix tasty wheat chicken bullshit. Well, no, because, like, seriously, because, like, there are other animals that can't taste the same things we can. So, like, you can throw, like, really nasty pepper onto stuff and, like... And birds won't taste cayenne pepper. Yeah, I know. I understand that. But, like, it's still bullshit. Like, I don't want to get into this bullshit right now. Uh, Ideal pizza. I would say... Free. No... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, you know, Ideal Pizza is Jet's deep dish pizza available in Australia. Fucking give me a <laughs> It's such good pizza. Holy shit. The Ideal Pizza is a pizza, pizza you don't pay for. January. Right. So, like, here's the thing about, like, No Limits, Ideal Pizza, whatever. Like, we're constantly trying to come up with new ways to innovate on pizza. Like, I mean, there's all fra- there's pizzas with other types of sauce. There's pizzas with like ridiculous toppings. There's dessert pizzas. There's breakfast pizzas, but all of those just end up being novelties because it turns out we already perfected ideal pizzas, which is standard pizza sauce, a pretty standard pizza crust, and like your basic meat and vegetable toppings. It just makes me I think of. I... Um... There was an SCP entry from years and years ago where it was like a, a vending yeah. machine that would give you anything you asked for. Oh, yeah, no. And someone asked for, like, the most delicious thing in the universe. Yeah. And it gave, like, this liquid, and they drank it, and they were like, oh, my God, it's incredible. And then they hanged themselves the next day, and they put a suicide note that said, it's just all kind of downhill from here. I just want a pizza like that. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, mean also, also, I will say... I have tried the Doritos top uh, Doritos topping at Pizza here. I've also tried the meat pie crust. Well, that at sounds pizza like a mistake. Here. They were both okay. <laughs> okay, so a while back, Pizza Hut had a um, pizza where the crust was just corn dogs. Oh yeah, no, we yeah. had that too. Yeah, it seems like that a little gross. much. That but, was pretty good. I mean, it's it's all right. <laughs> Again, it's it's fine as a novelty, but at the end of the day, I'm probably going to go back to like a ham pizza, like. Like, a ham and pineapple or a hamburger pizza is, like, ideal for me. <laughs> uh, as for my best experience with a tour guide, it's probably the uh, tour guide I had when I went to Germany, who was a uh, it's an East German Jew former skinhead. Wow. Holy crap, Which, that is... Yeah, like... That's a life, Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I grew up in East Germany, also Jewish. Also used to be a skinhead. And I was like, how do you reconcile those last two? Yeah. yeah that, he was real cool. He was awesome. I mean, he sounds yeah. cool. But, Man, yeah. ex-fascists um, are fascinating people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best two-guy experience? Uh, I mean, the one I, my go-to one is always in Hawaii. I had a two-guide on a boat cruise that I went on myself. It was like a little catamaran to a, uh, I was 17 at the time, and she was very definitely hitting on me, and <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Also kind of drank illegally on that boat. Nice. Um, when you're on a boat, you can't do anything illegally. That's the whole yeah. point of a boat. You're on the boat, Lord. Okay, no, but listen, how many, how many mystery novels involve boat crimes, Joel? Like, boat murders? Look, they only become murders when you rejoin yeah. land. If you just stay on the boat, it's not a crime. Exactly. Well, yeah, but I rejoined land, so by your ass, by then by you've your committed a crime. crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that was right. your mistake. Um, I just like the word boat crime. <laughs> just a uh, night boat's going to be turning up at your house any day now, as soon as the canal is finished. 
<laughs> God. Anyway, <laughs> uh, our last thing comes in from uh, Demon Rules, aka Eric from the network. I think you'll find he's Demon Rules at the moment. Oh, that's right. De- well, Demon Rules is uh, is their Twitter yes. handle. I doubt it'll be. I doubt it'll still be. Oh, it'll yeah, still be a Halloween right. themed name whenever this airs. <laughs> Although it may have wrapped around so back is... to Halloween again by that point. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh God. Yes. This isn't a this isn't a question, <laughs> but they have brilliant. They have a rap they want me to read. Oh, go for it! Can you do it in an Edamon oh. voice? That's almost no. certainly what he's going for. <laughs> no, he's no, but he is asking for me to make record scratching noises with my mouth after reading it. <laughs> this so song get, has oh prompts for that. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, genius! So it's. I don't have any cues about pizza crimes. <laughs> Wait, no, I've already screwed that up, because... I mean, Jules, I've heard you rap. You, Eric. I know, this is... Listen, there's a reason I was good at the Tavros rap, because I just rap badly. <laughs> I have no sense of rhythm when I'm talking. So he says, I don't have any cues for pizza crimes, but how about I lend some pizza rhymes? A solid foundation is a must. What do you prefer in terms of crust? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I prefer standard or yeah, thin just, crust. I don't mind cheesy crust, but I prefer crust. standard or thin crust. Yeah, once it, once again, like there's some interesting stuff out there, but there's a reason the like basic is a basic. Like it's yeah. hard to beat a nice hand tossed or like pan pizza crust. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that that's it? it for questions. Oh, All right. <laughs> again, if you have any questions, you can send them into the places I said because I am way too lazy to repeat, repeat that. that out loud. Wow, okay. <laughs> and that is the show in a nutshell, folks. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's true. Also, the reaction of, oh, wow, we're done already? It's been an hour and a half, and almost all of that was actually talking about the episode. Man, that's weird. That's true, that's yeah. Weird. Anyway, yeah, check out the rest of our shows on Audio Entropy. Like we said, there's the there's a Dragon Ball one that started. It's called the Home for yeah, Infinite check Losers. Out, uh, home f- yeah, that will probably be up to like its uh, second season by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> right, because they, no matter how hard they try, they cannot be as much of a mess as we are. They cannot. They really I mean, can't. they're almost certainly going to finish the entirety of Dragon Ball by the time we finish Digimon. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. <laughs> But yeah. Um, also, look forward in a couple of years to uh, my podcast, Home for Infinite Losers Abridged, which will you know <laughs> cut down their podcast into the funniest, God. into the you know best <gasps> moments, and kind of rewrite it to be funnier. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I think with that we'll just we'll wrap it up. I mean, yeah, AudioEntropy.com. We've got a ton of other stuff. Uh, most of us are on other shows. Well, two of us are on other shows. Listen, <laughs> I did have ideas for another show, but then I was like, it would take effort. So I just never got around to doing anything. Now, see, the trick, Tyler, is to not run the other show. Trick somebody else into running it, and then you don't have to expend effort at all. Yeah. That's also pretty true. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Let's make that the plan. (laughs) Joel, how would you like to run the podcast? (laughs) I mean, Tyler, you've seen what happens when I cover for you on this show. (laughs) That's also very true. That's also very true. Uh, So we're going to wrap things up, so... For this episode, I have been Tyler. 
I've been Julie. I am Joel. And we'll see you next time on Digimon Digital Moncast. Do, do, do. And welcome again to the Aussie segment. It's back after so, so, so long, like so many months of just bad news with nothing funny to it. It's true. Have, have we had an Australia had segment? Prime Minister being like headbutted, and that was it. And that even was really fun. Have we had an Australia segment since I left the country? No. No. I like, you know what, to be honest, part of me was willing to let the Aussie segment end there. Like, I felt like that was a good culmination <laughs> of that segment. Because now mm. you've been to Australia. Like, what more is there to teach you? Apparently, though, Domino's felt the need to step in. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Domino's. This isn't the first time I've said that, and it'll n- probably not be the last. So, oh, God, no. no. You don't want to thank them for this. So, basically, Domino's here has been facing a lot of issues, um, specifically recently with... Uh, Wage scandals that Ew. they just don't pay franchise employees enough. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's that's the case where like that's being investigated at the moment, and it's also there are mixed reports because it depends on the franchise. Because some franchise owners are reporting that they're doing all right. They're meeting right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about having a franchise. Yeah. Is you have some control over that. Like, if you don't want yeah. to be a complete shit bird, you can pay your employees more. Right, and then just some franchises are like having the employees report them that they're not getting paid. And it's like that's mm. kind of bad. So you know, there's that. Um, and then this thing happens. So over the past few weeks, uh, a lot of people didn't notice this because if they're like me and they have like a dedicated spam junk folder for their email. And that's tightly controlled. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You have something in your email that's tightly controlled? Well, it's tightly controlled. You definitely don't, Julie. It's automatic. Like, like, I don't control my regular inboxes. I don't give a shit. How big is your spam folder if your regular inbox is that, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, indescribably massive? And your spam I mean, spam folder folders, folders like usually, like, auto-dump after, like, yeah. 30 days. So... <laughs> There's no number to... Th- yeah, it's just... it's. Not that much because it's all. You just look at it and it's just got an infinity symbol. To like, be, oh, to, right. I mean, honestly, at this point, her inbox is just a spam folder. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, now yeah. You, I'm now I'm gonna update my email. Please app don't. On my phone. No, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm gonna read out the number. Please. Give me a second. So currently it's at one. Okay, Tyler. Tyler, mute her quick. Two hundred and twenty-six. <laughs> That's one two six two two six. That rolls off the tongue. I like that. <sighs> I hate so you. Anyway. So anyway, uh, people noticed that they were getting kind of creepy emails because it was, so let's say you got an email that was like, hi, insert your name, are you at, insert, suburb. Oh. And people kept getting these emails and finally it turned, and Domino said nothing, and it was clear that. The only linking factor was sometimes people would notice that, oh, it would be like a jokey name they put in the Domino's order, or specifically huh. a suburb they ordered Domino's at online. 
Yeah, like I got one, and it was uh, the suburb I used to live in. So yeah. it's obvious that the information was outdated. And then it, Domino's only spoke up when people actually started contact, contacting them directly. And Domino's said to them privately, again with no major public statement, that apparently there was an issue with a former supplier of theirs and there was a data breach. Right, okay, sure, I see where this is going. And they, they assured these customers yeah, that, no. oh, no payment information, no credit card information has been stolen. Oh yeah, they always say that. It's always but, the guarantee. But also it's the case where, but they know your name and your suburb, the one that you've picked. No. For Domino's pickup or delivery, because you enter that in online, and for some reason a supplier has that, has that info outside of Domino's control, and they leaked it by accident. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and it's the case where this also actually hit New Zealand as well, so <laughs> that's weird. But here's mm. the thing, Domino's still, this happened like last week, uh, it, it came to the forefront and um, online publications started posting the story. Domino's still hasn't released a statement except for one which is on their website, which is undated and it's not accessible from the main site. <laughs> Oh, okay, um... Yeah, you have to, like, have the URL. It's great. Yeah, you have to have the URL, and it's not on any of the social media. That's, uh, that's kind of the inverse problem of what keeps happening here with, like, data center breaches, which is, like, uh, the sites that are getting breached creating brand new URLs for their information and directing everyone to them, which is not only bad information security, it has led to, on multiple occasions, companies sending out the wrong URL... And accidentally linking people to, like, parody sites or sites that are des- were built specifically to criticize the company. Oh, boy. Great. So, yeah. That's been a thing. And that's funny mostly because fucking a Domino's, like, data breach? Really? Like... Yeah, no, your, pi- your pizza data got leaked. Like... Oh, now the whole world will know what type of pizza I enjoy. I mean, that's a very controversial thing. Bit of information to let out, <laughs> especially say... in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> the world's largest consumer of pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Man, why did I ever leave your beautiful country? <laughs> Joel, please don't tell me you're a supporter of this. I fucking love pineapple on pizza. Oh god, damn it! <laughs> I mean, I'm indifferent, so you're kind of outnumbered I'm... here, Julie. Like, it's the thing where I don't mind pineapple. It just feels weird on pizza because it's super sweet. Like, I mean, yeah, sweet and like savory go well together. That's not the, uh, that's not the sweet and savory I prefer though. Like, that is also partly due to my upbringing because it's like you know we don't fucking put fruit with a lot of Chinese dishes with meat. <laughs> that's like we put we'll admittedly put some like a lot of sweetness and stuff with it, but it's not to the same degree. It's oh. not. Just a hunk of pineapple. The, the local uh, grocery store here has um, uh, their like Chinese takeout um, stuff. It often includes a dish that is called pineapple pork, which is delicious. It's like yeah, a sweet and sour pork with pineapple. Guys. Right, and it's delicious. Mm, I don't. I don't know. 
I mean, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm very well aware it's not authentic Chinese cuisine in any way, but <laughs> definitely not. Doesn't mean it can't be tasty. China having pineapples in plentiful supply. I mean, yeah, that that is kind of a kind of a warning sign right mm. there. I think. Yeah, <laughs> sets off some alarm bells. I think. No, but like pineapple on uh, pizza, pineapple on hamburgers, delicious. A little I teriyaki mean, listen, sauce I'll, on there. I'll accept a pineapple on a hamburger quicker than I'll accept our bullshit, which is a beetroot on a burger. Dead. Still don't understand why we do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of cool with people putting whatever they want on their burgers i there's plenty of things i don't i wouldn't want but if somebody else likes it go for it yeah but beetroot on burgers just weird and it's it just kind of it's a very australian thing and i don't really get why yeah like there's no connection it's, it's not and... like it's particularly great either no because it's also the case where oh great now i've been in you know how messy are burgers and the fact that oh now this and now everything is red yeah, brilliant now everything right. is on me and I can't get these stains out. Great. You know, I, I have to be honest, like, as an outsider looking in, this isn't particularly good. I don't understand why anyone would do this. It's an Australian, like, national, like, tradition. Seems to be kind of the summary of your guys' culture. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But still. About this, yeah. I will yeah. fight you to the death over Vegemite, though. Oh god, we know tell we had this fight, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, please. I still haven't had Vegemite. How? Uh, How did you come here for so long? We, we kind of forgot that, honestly. Like, yeah, we did. I think we were too caught up in the shapes part. Like, we need. To... <laughs> oh god, yes. I could go for some shapes so bad. My boyfriend tried, like, when he came here, he wanted to try Vegemite and. With him, that was like a big leap. I was like, okay, sure. And he's like, just give me a spoonful of Vegemite. I was like, no, honey, no. you're ready for oh, that. No. Wait. Yeah, especially, especially Mr. Like, no, like, fancy flavors of things, period, guy. Like, that's, a, <laughs> that's diving in fucking feet first. Yep. So, yeah, like, then it was only at my parents' house that we had some Vegemite that my parents bought specifically for him. Because that was, that's what my parents are like, and right, <laughs> they gave him like the tiniest liver on a teaspoon. He like took the bite out of it, and he went, "Oh, that's salty." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, we want you." Yeah, you don't like, say. That's Vegemite. Like, <laughs> it's like it's famous for that. Weird. <laughs> when I went to um, Scotland, we stayed for a few days with some family friends up there, and the day we arrived. They uh, said they specifically went out of their way to buy a jar of Vegemite for us coming because they knew that, you know, we're all Australian. And it was kind of embarrassing because we got there and they said, oh, no, that's okay. We uh, we already have our own. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> Listen, Tyler! we were traveling. Toast is really easy to make. And, you know. It's... Right, you had your emergency supply on hand. We bought it there. It's not like we took a Vegemite on the fucking plane. Okay, all right, that's that's marginally. We better, bought it you. there. Okay, good, good. But good. it was one of the first things we bought. So. It's just like. Okay, it was so I nice didn't. To buy you Vegemite, and you're like, no, we got we got ourselves covered. No, we already got some. Sorry. I didn't take the time to look, but I wouldn't be surprised if the um, international airport does have a like travel Vegemite. 
Probably. Yeah, you can, you like, can Vegemite Almost certainly. Yeah. Like, I, the only reason I... Actually, the only reason I can't imagine them doing that inside the airport past, like, security and such is because, I don't know, like, they'd be, they'd be still weird about liquids to some extent, I think. I mean, I bought fucking gin on my way to the plane. That's, that's on my way true. Back. I remember that. Yeah, but that's, like, that's where you buy booze. Right. Yeah. But I'm but yeah, but I I'm just picturing I'm just picturing the person making the policy going, "Okay, so alcohol fine, but Vegemite, that's no, we can't have that." No, that's a weapon. <laughs> yeah, in certain cases. Yeah, you can take down air marshals with that. Oh, I'm yeah, imagining that's... somebody just walking up to the air marshal with a spoonful of it and just be like, "Here comes the airplane." <laughs> Shove it in his oh, mouth no. and then just like, and then they yeah, just, and then like, just like they just shrivel up like when you put salt on a slug. Right? Yeah. Right, no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> apparently, all air marshals are witches who have a vulnerability to Vegemite. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Well, why do you think there are no witches in Australia? Well, see, air marshals are actually um, technically gastropods. Most people don't know that. Oh. Yeah. Little known fact. Also, Tyler, when you said there were no witches in Australia, I really couldn't, like, defy that. I mean, Tyler would be I... the closest thing we have to an expert on the subject. It's true, <laughs> but I just, like, I raised my finger and op- opened my mouth. I did and went, kill a witch what? once. Well, there you go. There yeah. you go. That's one less So, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying there used to be witches in Australia and there no longer are? Well, I assume so. I haven't seen one since. really specious reasoning like <laughs> that, that is literally the Simpsons joke of the, yeah. the, the, of the tiger rock like <laughs> I shot one witch it's dead haven't seen yeah. another so they must all be extinct well, I didn't shoot them I stabbed them come on oh okay alright listen I can't shoot you... a witch they'll just turn the round into like a frog or something Have why to don't they them. turn the knife into a frog well because it's too big Turn into a dog. Like, <laughs> there are limits to witch's power. Come on. You can't just go around turning <laughs> swords into segment. dogs. I'm, I'm trying so hard to formulate an argument to this, and I can't. This is my hobby. Stop, stop insulting my hobby. I'm ending this segment. I'm ending this segment. <laughs> That's fair. Fucking, God damn it. That's You're fair. A You're a monster, Tyler. Oh no, I kill the monsters. Wow, uh, wow, so all witches are monsters. <laughs> well then. No, we're not we're not getting into this. Alright. <laughs> That's the end of the Aussie segment, folks. It's good to be back. You listen to this in like maybe a few months from recording. Oh, Who good knows Lord. with our release schedule? Yeah. Pray for us. Not bad. And as always, thumb you later. Oh fuck. <sighs> Let me tell you how I became me. Now here's what transpired when it expired. Listen up, baby. I'm sure you all remember the battle I had with Metal Greymaw. I'll tell you, he's one tough dinosaur, honey. After that, I was swallowed up by a black hole. I think I gave it indigestion. My digital information was scattered throughout the universe. I pulled myself together and chilled out for a while in Digimon Limbo. My information was chopped, fixed, whipped, and pureed. I felt like a four-speed blender, honey. But I refused to return to the digital world until I was bigger, better, and had a full head of beautiful metal hair. Now I'm back to get 
Got started there, you oversized.